Welcome to C3 Church Cabra. You're about to hear a message from Andrew Flaxman. Get ready to be inspired, live your best life. I just wanted to share uh, this morning just a, a really short kind of five-page message somehow, but uh, uh, on uh, a few things. If you have your Bibles, um, I believe church is, is, is three things, fresh, real, and powerful, fresh, real, and powerful. And, uh, and this morning, I don't want to talk about being fresh, uh, if that's okay. Uh, Psalm 92, it says, "'It's good to give thanks to the Lord.'" And to sing praises to your name, if you're there, Psalm 92. O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night uh, on an instrument of ten strings. What's that? Anyone? It's an instrument. Don't know. But uh, we don't make those anymore. Uh, uh, on the lute. Anyone have a lute? Let's get a lute. Doug, can we get a lute up there tonight? Lute? We have electric lutes now, don't we? And, uh, uh, and it says here, on the harp with a harmonious sound, for Lord... Uh, for you, Lord, uh, have made me glad through your work. I will triumph in the works of your hands. Verse 5. Oh, Lord, how great are your works. Love that. And uh, every time I say, oh, Lord, how great are your works, I don't think God's talking about trees. I don't think God's talking about oceans. I think God's greatest work is people. And God loved, God didn't, Jesus didn't die on a cross for a tree. He didn't die on a cross for a whale. He didn't die on a cross for an ocean. What did he die on the cross for? For mankind, for me, for me, for you, for people. Oh Lord, how great are your works! It's about people. I love different people and different. You know, people think one way and some people think that way. And people, you know, people love that. For your thoughts are very deep. A senseless man does not know, nor does a fool understand this. Verse ten. This is awesome. But but my horn, you have exalted like exalted like a wild ox. How awesome is that? And uh, I have been anointed, anyone, <laughs> I've been anointed with fresh oil. Verse 12, uh, the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Verse 13, those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing. Who loves that? They should they still bear fruit in old age. They should be fresh and flourishing. Why? Verse 15. Why? To declare that the Lord is upright or the Lord is good. He is my rock. Love that. Verse Psalm 92. It says here in Matthew chapter 6, uh, Jesus uh, didn't teach his disciples how to preach. He didn't teach his disciples how to evangelize. He didn't go out and teach his disciples how to run a crusade or a church or anything like that. What do you do? He taught them to pray. It says, our Father. I love that, the word our. You know, circle it. Our Father. It's like, it's our Father. We're, we're, we're a family. We're, it's our Father in heaven. Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. It says, on earth as it is in heaven. We need to know that God's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So whatever, whatever happens in heaven... You know, that's what we can pray down here. If there's no poverty in heaven, we can pray that down here for our lives. If there's no sickness in heaven, we can pray that down for our lives. If there's no chaos in heaven, we can pray that down for our lives. If there's no, you know, who knows, people have no peace in their world. 
well, is there, is there unrest? Is there, is, no, we can pray that in our, I would love that on earth. And then it says here in verse 11, give us this day our daily bread. I was thinking about the Israelites, how um, God gave them manna every day. Now, every day they had to go out and get manna, and uh, it wasn't like they could get it on Monday and that'll, that'll keep them going until Friday. Now, so this morning I just want to talk about, you know, fresh bread or fresh, uh, fresh, um, fresh, just being real fresh. <laughs> it says here in Matthew uh, 9, last message, guys, don't worry, last message. Matthew chapter 9, it says, Do not put new wine into old wineskins, or else the wineskins break, the wine is spilled, but the wine... Uh, and the wineskins are ruined, but they put new wine into new wineskins, and both are preserved. Uh, I was at the National Conference a little while ago, and uh, Phil Pringle said that, um, believe it or not, the things that God did five years ago, if we do the same things today, they can hold us back and actually be of the devil. To think that God said, this is how we do it today. If we hold to that, we don't change, we don't move on, we don't grow, we don't you know, continue to move forward, that the things that God spoke to us today actually can hold us back and you know, be a hindrance to us in five years' time. Now, well, hang on, uh, we've always done three songs and we've always done this and then we've done that, but you know, who knows that God changes things and God moves things around. And it says here in 2 Corinthians, uh, being transformed into the same image from uh, glory to glory. Sometimes we, we go from glory, we stuck there, and we never move on. We, we go, well, this is it, this is my one thing, and I've got it, and here I am for the next 15 years, this is how I, you know, I wear my suit, and I come in, I sit there, and, you know, no, but we, we never, you know, that going to the next glory, into the next glory takes a little bit of effort. It says here in Isaiah 43, behold, I will do a new thing. God does new things. Old things are great. I love old things, old cars, old, you know, Love old things, but Bible says, Behold, I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, shall you not know it? But uh, Keep going, it says, I'll even make a road in the wilderness. I love that. And rivers in the desert. What's a road in the wilderness? It's a way where there is no way. What's a, what's a river in the desert? It's, a, it's, a, it's an income when there is no income. You know, I, I just every time I seem to pray or believe God for anything... You know, whether, whether, whether it's not there doesn't matter if it's not there or not because I know that uh, it's like when it's not there, God can make it be there. So like, oh, I want you to do this, but it's not there now. But I can, you know, when we're connected to the Lord, God goes, it doesn't matter if it's not there now. Like, you know, because I'm going to make a way where there is no way. You know, I'm going to bring an income where there is no, it's, you go, God, I can't, I can't do that. There's, it's not there. Like, I, I, you know, but God says, yeah, but that's who I am. That's who God is. We get scared, we get freaked out a little bit because, oh, you want me to go and do that? Or you want me to go and, but there's, you know, there's no setup for that. There's no people for that. There's no, how am I going to do that? I love that. I'll even make a road in the wilderness. There's no excuses. When God says, do it, uh, that's the way it is. It says here in Isaiah, Rach preached so well last Sunday night. It says here in Isaiah 55, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Wow. Nor my ways, your ways. It's like, oh, my thoughts are not your thoughts. That tells me that I need to get my thoughts the same as the Lord's thoughts. If my ways, if my thoughts are not his thoughts, guess what? I want my thoughts to be his thoughts. And it says, my ways are not your ways and not my ways. It says, for as, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Verse 11, Isaiah 55, it says, So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, 
but it shall accomplish what I please. How do we get a road in the desert? How do we make a way where there is no way? It says, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Now, so shall a word be that goes from my mouth. You know, it talks about speaking God's word. When there's a, something coming at us, the most powerful thing we to do, you know, I, do, I usually do one of two things when something's coming at me. First thing is cry and, uh, oh no, what do I do? Oh no, it's all done, done for. Number two is I repent and go to the Lord and pray, God, how do I do this? What do I do? What do I do now? Uh, you know, how do I, you know, it's so powerful when you've got a situation and God gives you a word. The Bible says that um, God's word is over every kingdom, every nation. Uh, over every kingdom. And it's like when God speaks a word, the Bible says here that his word shall not uh, return void. So when God says it, it's like his word in my mouth is as powerful as his word in his mouth. And here's what I'm saying, because it's God's word. And not my words, but it's God's word. So when I put God's word in my mouth, my mouth is as powerful as God's mouth. Are you with me? It says here in uh, 2 Corinthians, we walk by faith and not by sight. When, when I see the word walk, I'm going to I'm highlighting this as I go. The word walk, as is, we're to move forward. We're not to stay where we are. We're not to hang on to it. Oh, hang on, this is, this is who I am. This is where I, 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 I wake up at 8 o'clock and I have breakfast and I leave at 8.20 and then I do, you know. And uh, no, I walk by faith. Where am I going? I but we're moving. We're moving forward. It says, um, I wrote here in, uh, it's, it says in the book of Joel, Behold, I send you new grain, new wine, and oil, book of Joel 2.19. New, behold, I send you grain, new wine, and oil. God's always trying to give us great things and bless us. But we need to, I believe that we're a people that move forward. So this morning, I just wanted to share, uh, I got four points. If that's, that's just my introduction. If that's okay, four points. And uh, how do we do that? That's great, Andrew, being fresh, real, and powerful. I love that. Really cool. Uh, it says in Psalm 92, we can be fresh. It's not about being young or being old, but we can, we can be fresh and flourishing while, you know, the Bible says while we're old. And uh, I just wanted to share on four quick points if we can. Point number one, if you're taking notes, you don't have to, but if you can, uh, if you want to, that's fine. Point number one is clothes don't make the man. Clothes don't make the man, your inside does. It says here in 3 John 1, 2, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Clothes don't make the man, your inside does. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things, all things. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, great. And it says just as, circle that, just as your soul prospers. Is that amazing? Just as your soul prospers. You only ever be who you are on the inside. You know, you can, you can go, you can, you can say, I'm over this and I'm going to go to live in, you know, Costa Rica and become a new person or whatever. But you'll find that when you get there, you're there. You'll find that the issues that you had here, you're going to have there. Hey, I've got an issue with anxiety. I've got an issue with, you know, un. No, you know, I, no one can trust me. I'm untrustworthy or, you know, I've got an issue with this or with that. You'll find if you don't deal with your inside now, no matter where you go, you're going to have that going on over there. You know, we can lie on a beach anywhere and go, but I've still got no peace. I've still got no peace inside. Beloved, God loves us. God loves us. I pray that you may prosper. Oh, 
in all things. It says that you may prosper. I love that. You input, you know, we may prosper. And then it says, not even, it just is in all things. We can prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Love that. Clothes don't make the man, your inside does. Make sure that your inside shines before your outside shines. You know, you, we can walk around and pretending that we're all that and look how good I am. I got a new shirt on, I got new shoes on, and you know, I'm all that. But if your inside's dying and tired and old and stale, and it's 1995, and it's not 2016, you know, we need to work on that and, and let our souls prosper. Isn't it amazing that I've found that when my soul begins to prosper, I begin to prosper. It's like my inside begins, I, I begin to, you know, because it's not easy, right? Dealing with that inside stuff, it's so, it's like I just rather paint the house, I just want to paint the house and forget about it. You know, you know, I got, the, you know I got that little thing there, oh, I won't fix it, I'll just paint over it and, you know, but dealing with the inside, it's like it takes a lot of effort and it takes, like that hurts. The inside's the room that hurts. It's like, oh, I don't want to deal with, you know, that's where all my, my secret stuff is that no one knows about. I don't want to deal with that stuff. This is, you know, but it's like God's always trying to move us and take us and grow us. And where does he always start? It starts with the inside. Always starts with the inside. And it's up to us, I believe, that uh, we can be the ones that actually sit down and say, God, you know, this might hurt, and the Bible says, uh, "Lord, test test our heart." The Lord tests our heart, and uh, you know, I think that sometimes we've actually got to let down our walls, let down our, all our barriers, because we all have. Who knows? We all have things going on that you know we don't want to have going on. You know, everyone's everyone's got their own issues, right? Nobody's nobody's amazing. Nobody's a rock. No, no, it's perfect. Uh, you know, that, it, nobody's perfect. Am I a nobody? Yeah, okay, nobody. No. But uh, no, no, nobody, nobody's, I can't help myself. Yeah, dad jokes, love them. Would you say I'm a nobody? Well, kind of. Would you say nobody's perfect? Well, uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, no, but nobody, everyone's got things going on, whether you're this guy or that guy, you know, uh, we've all got things and we will always, always have things. Why? Because it's a soft heart. We have a soft heart. And, and God's not going to come in like Rambo and shoot up the place. You know, oh, well, you know, no, but, you know, God's coming and he wants the best for us. So why? How do we deal with it? Inside, we have to deal with it. Point number two, that's okay. Point one, let your soul prosper. Let it prosper. Let our soul, just let it prosper. Take down, you know, forget about all the stuff that we shouldn't worry about and forget about this and that. Just let our souls prosper. Is that okay? Point one, clothes don't make the man your inside does. Let your soul prosper. Point one, move on. Point two, we started in a garden, ended up in a busy city. God's always moving forward. Genesis one, we started in a garden. Who knows that? God created the heavens and the earth, put the man in the garden to work it, work it, work it, man, work, garden. And, uh, and then Revelations, where do we end up? Apostle John talks about a city. We're in a city, a big city, and uh, don't think we're in a city going back to a garden. We're not. God moves us forward. God has always set up infrastructure and people and places and things. And, you know, it's not getting smaller. It's getting bigger. It's not getting, we're not slowing down. We're moving forward. We're going forward, moving ahead. It says here in Isaiah, it says, Those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Point number one, point number two, we started in a garden, we ended in a busy city, get God's perspective. God's perspective. 
Um, isn't that cool? Get God's perspective. Uh, perspective, see, how, see, see things how God sees things. That'll change the way you see things. If you see things how God th- sees things, I can't say things anymore, it'll change the way you see things. Things. Focus on what God focuses on. How many times do we not? How many times do we focus on what we shouldn't focus on? You know, we get tied down in the nitty-gritty. Who's that guy? You know, uh, I wrote down here, uh, how, do we, how do we get God's perspective? Um, I wrote, hang out with big thinkers. Uh, hang out with people that are down the track from where you are. Uh, read their books. I'm going to highlight that again. Read books. Uh, you know, people pour their heart out into their books. Uh, we're C3 Church. Get some C3 books and read them. You know, people can't pour their whole life out in a one-hour coffee, but they can pour their heart out in their books, and they do. Read them. The same Spirit will come upon you. Uh, it says, I wrote, to him, this may be encouragement, may not. Uh, others have done it, so can you. You know, think about, oh, I've got this big problem, I've got this. Hey, guess what? Others have done it before you, so you can too. Like, so, oh, no, no, my problems are, no, they're not. My problems are bigger than, no, they're not. It's like, uh, hang on, my problems are bigger than anyone else's. No, they're not. Others have done it, so can you. Is that too strong? I hope not. Get a bigger, get God's perspective. Uh, Isn't that great? I love that. Isn't it amazing hanging out with people that have God's perspective. Love that. It's like you feel bigger and enlarged and so, whoa, I can do this. Point three, being bold doesn't always mean being loud. Being bold, point three, doesn't, being, being bold doesn't always mean being loud. What a cool one. That wasn't my point three till this morning. I changed it, Yeah. Being bold, as says, uh, I wrote here, uh, the Bible says in Hosea 10, 12, uh, sow for yourselves righteousness, reap in mercy, break up your fallow or your unplowed ground, for it is time to seek the Lord, when? Till he comes and rains righteousness upon you. Being bold doesn't always mean being loud. Who knows that when we say, hey, be bold, you know, go and invite someone along. You don't have to be the guy that walks in the post, you know, kicks over the post office doors and goes, oh, guys, I'm here, you know. You know, that doesn't, that's, not, that's not being bold. You don't have to go and say, hey, everyone, it's all about me. You, all got, you, you know, that, that, be bold in our attitudes. Be bold in prayer. Be bold in faith. Be bold in love. Be bold in generosity, right? You know, it, sometimes when we're trying to be who we're not, it's so forced and it's, so, it's grating. I don't want to come to that guy's church because he's like, you know, no, being bold doesn't always mean being loud. You, you can be bold. You know, some of the, the quietest, shyest people are some of the boldest people that we have. Why? Because they, it, when, when everyone else misses them, they walk and say, hey, you're awesome. Love you. Why don't you, you know, I, got, I just wanted to bless you. I wanted to, no one else noticed you, but I just wanted to give you this. Or no one, you know, it, step out, invite someone. But at the same time, you know, it, it doesn't have to be. You know, we all get freaked out. Oh, bring something, well, I don't know if I could be the guy that, you know, gets up and speaks in front of a high school and I see a whole high school, you know, that, that might, that's not, you know, not, but it says, you know, as, as we step out, we don't have to be the guy that uh, makes it all about me. I don't have to walk into the post office, kick open those doors and get the whole post office to come to our church. No, but I can get one person 
to uh, that I'm I'm blessing to come along and and love you know love it. See, I wrote here uh, point three is being bold doesn't mean being loud. Step out, do something, do anything, do something you've never done before. The Bible says uh, in in the Gospel of Matthew that Peter stepped out of the boat. No one had ever walked on water, but he actually had to step out. Jesus was on the water. And uh, I, I, I'd say if, if any of the other disciples got out, they could have walked on water, but they didn't. Point three actually is step out. But step out and actually do, you know, step out of the boat. You'll be surprised that when you step out, what actually happens. You'll be surprised that when you, it's like that Indiana Jones in the last crusade who's seen that. And there's an invisible bridge. I remember one time my mum gave me that, uh, it was a video. Does anyone have any videos anymore? Videos. And uh, my mum gave me that video, and we used to watch it and watch it and watch, we watched that video. So, Indiana Jones Live. We watched it so many times. My mum said, you'll never watch this again. Took it out and took it into the auto bin and threw it into the auto bin because we we'd watch it, rewind it, watch it again. Watch it, rewind it, watch it again. Who's ever done that? Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. One and two, don't, never seen them. Don't, don't, doesn't matter. Just three. Just three. Indiana Jones. And uh, love, I think somehow subconsciously that started my love affair with Harrison Ford, a.k.a. as he should be known, Han Solo. Han Solo. I don't know why. Just drawn to Han Solo. I don't know why. And uh, anyway, but uh, be bold in our attitudes, in prayer. Be bold in faith. Be bold in love. Be bold in generosity. That's being bold, not kicking over the post office doors and, you know, commanding the atmosphere with you, you know. Uh, that's awesome, isn't it? I wish I had a lasso. I'd love to lasso some things. Uh, step out. Come on, step out. Do something. Tonight, honestly, for us, tonight, it's a celebration of three months. And uh, just to have, we're partying tonight. But uh, bring someone along to, to our party. Bring them along. Uh, it'll change their world. It'll, you know, one person that encounters God, one person that didn't know how great God is, because what happens is people think that God is like ZZ Top in the sky waiting to, you know, waiting for them to, you know, to mess up. And, and so God can shoot them. You know, who's seen that um, John Wayne thing? And he's shooting bikes. Anyone? Oh, we should play that. That is so funny. Just... Uh, John, who loves John Wayne, the, the cowboy? I do. And uh, it's, it's John Wayne to YouTube. And uh, he, he's shooting bikes. Like, um, this is sounding really bad, isn't it? He, you know the Tour de France, like the Peloton? I was in a Peloton once, did a ride. And uh, he, he, they're riding, and sometimes the, someone will crash at the front, and then all the bikes will fall down. And it's just a, photo of, it's just a video of John Wayne shooting him. And then, anyway... I've done it no justice, but it's amazing, guys. This will change the world. And uh, I actually did do a ride one time. C3 Church uh, said, hey, uh, we're going to do a 1,000-kilometer bike ride. Do you want to come? And I went, yeah, bike ride, that can't be that hard. Yeah, of course, bike ride. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> Bought a bike. Did We rode from, I think it was uh, Sydney to Coffs Harbour. In, uh, it was six days. And uh, didn't train. Just thought it would be easy, right, riding a bike. That'd be easy, surely. That, it can't be, yeah, a thousand k. That's easy. A thousand k. Drive that all, you know. And I uh, thought it'd be, you know, 
first cave, first day we got there, they go, we're going to go from here and uh, all the way to there. And I remember going, huh, how fast that? They go, 180 Ks in our first day. And, uh, oh, man, it, uh, it, this is true. And then I think I actually had to, had to, to get in, because it was a charity ride, to get in I had to um, re- receive, um, like, donations. I had to make a certain amount to get in. And uh, our church, like, loved that I was doing this, loved it. And uh, so I actually raised the most <laughs> out of everyone that was in the ride. Somehow I raised, I was like, like three and a half, four thousand dollars or something ridiculous. I mean, everyone else is like getting like six hundred bucks. I got like three and a half thousand dollars. Everyone's going, wow. I'm going, yeah, I know. And but true, the, uh, the first day I did 180 Ks. Oh, you ever seen the guy? I literally it carried me to the thing and I slept down there. Back there. And then I woke up the next morning, my legs didn't work, and I'm trying to I'm trying to ride again to the and then the next case is it's easy, guys. It's 160 cases. 160. We leave in the dark. We get home in the dark. And uh, man, it was, I loved it. But I, I have not ridden a bike since. Have not. That's true. I have not. And uh, in the end, I did the last uh, 135 case standing up because <laughs> I couldn't sit down. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. You'd, you didn't even know that you, they're going, because uh, I've got no idea. And uh, they're going, I'm, I'm wearing my little, you know, your bike. They give you the bike stuff. I'm wearing all my gear and going, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had like, get real, I had like underwear on, right? Which apparently is a no-no for when you're riding. Apparently these guys that ride on the freeway have nothing else going on under there. <laughs> That's all they have. It's just that little, that little thing, that little suit. That's it. And uh, not me. I had like this full-on boxes on. And it felt, ever seen, you know, you see cavemen and they're rubbing together. <laughs> they're trying to start a fire. That's what happened. And man, oh, it was like, oh man. And this is true. Robert Gray, this is actually his brother, uh, the Gray family, like legends of C3. I'd pull him aside and said, hey, um, Rob, it's totally inappropriate, but can you like, have I got an issue down there? Can you, can you look at that? Because I'm nervous. I don't know what to do. But here's the truth. This is true. Uh, last message. <laughs> Phil and Julian back next week. Last message. This is the truth. If every afternoon I rang Julian and said, Jill, I can't do this. This is too hard. I, I cannot go on. I, I'm done. Like you wouldn't believe, done. And uh, the only reason I kept going is because everyone gave me three and a half thousand dollars. If no one, if no one had sponsored, I would have quit the first day. Oh man. Anyway, so if you donated to that, <laughs> it actually went to the Children's Oncology Foundation and they raised them like $22,000 and it was amazing. It was so much fun and they keep sending me emails. Hey man, we're going to do another run. I'm like, oh man, you can delete that as soon as you, but um, it was great, apart from like the, you know, the serious ongoing medical issues that I, that I now face. <laughs> uh, no, that's not true. But uh, not, that I, <laughs> not that I know of. Anyway, that, uh, we, had, we had two children <laughs> later, so we got there. But uh, uh, those guys, I'm telling you, <laughs> every time you see a guy on the freeway riding, 
Don't toot him, applaud him. <laughs> oh, because, man, he's working, I'm telling you. Anyway, oh, step out. That was it. That's how I stepped out. I stepped out. I did it. Anyway, uh, point five. Um, point four. <laughs> point four when? Oh, no. Point five. Point four must have been rubbish, so I deleted it. I don't know. Point four. We might get the band up if we can. <laughs> uh, don't we love it? Tonight's going to be so much fun. I mean, let me encourage you. Tonight's going to be so much fun. And, and so will next Sunday. Next Sunday, come along next Sunday. Get, get, give some stuff out. And it's going to be amazing. And uh, we should do something. Not like, Let's never ride again. Let's never do that. But uh, it was so much fun. That's how we, we stepped out. We did it. And, uh, oh, man, it's so much fun doing that. Point five which is point four, point five, is uh, how do we become fresh? How do we stay fresh? It's to seek God every day. Uh, seek God every day. I wrote down here, uh, when we seek God, God will show you who He is and who you are and what you're here to do. When Peter, in Matthew chapter 16, Jesus says, Peter, this is who you are. You are Peter and this is what you're here to do. You're here to build the church. This is who you are. God, God shows you who He is. You realize that God is phenomenal, that God is amazing. And you don't want to stay back in 1995. We're called to walk by faith, to move forward. That's who we are. That's what we do. We move forward. And I uh, love that. Uh, God shows us who He is, who we are, and what we are to do. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.